You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. This is the uh, Weirdster, Evan Ambrose, and Jingle Meister. You can hit my music. music the show where we talk about music wrestling and the space where those two things meet my name is david kincannon and this week my guest as you heard at the top of the show is the weirdster evan ambrose uh from aiw and they're about places they're about in the ohio area uh evan welcome to the show thanks for coming on oh thanks for having me on uh, uh i started listening to the show and uh you know, I'm, uh, uh, I got the invite and, uh, you know, I really, you know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. What, what can I say? <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, so let's, uh, let's just get right into it. Um, you, you've listened, so you know how we do things here. Uh, what do you remember about being a kid and music? Uh, who, li- who played music around you? Was it parents, grandparents, siblings? Yeah. I mean, really a lot of the time it would be my dad, uh, just kind of, uh, he would listen to the radio, and a lot of time that'd just be uh, like classic rock or, or modern country at the time, and that was just you know that was radio music. That was just you know uh, not nothing I really listened to. Like sometimes, uh, uh, like the cool dads would like uh, you know I'd go over to my buddy's house, and they would just they'd play like more rap music. My dad wasn't really you know into into rap or anything. Sure. He, uh, so. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of time it was, yeah, just my dad, the radio, country. No, it's nothing I really uh, grew attached to or, or okay. anything. So when did you start uh, deciding, make, making your own musical decisions, deciding what you wanted to listen to? Um, really, uh, really the first time was I got like uh, an alarm clock kind of CD combination. Okay. Um, and I might have been seven or eight, so I didn't really like have musical taste. Uh, uh, you know, I think at that age, you just kind of listen to what's played. Right. Um, but you know, I got a CD, so I went through my dad's CD collection. Um, and I really, the one, the one CD I grabbed because it was, I mean, at the time you, as a kid, you really only know maybe hit songs, but, uh, it was, uh, uh, Don McLean's best of, uh, because I knew the song American pie. Sure. Um, so I just, I just grabbed that and it's like, you know, it's, it was like a 10 song, uh, compilation. Uh, and then I would just really listen to that. Um, uh, almost <laughs> religiously, that would be like my one CD. Um, <laughs> just because, uh, there's, I mean, any, anything else was, I didn't, I didn't recognize or understand or, you know, I wasn't just gonna, um, I guess experiment with the unknown at that point. It was right. just kind of, you know, this is what I liked and, 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 uh, I mean, American Pie is a classic. Sure. Um, did that uh, have his cover of Roy Orbison's "Crying" on it? It did. It, it, it did. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, a, that like, is a great song. 
Yeah, there's a. I think Winterwood was on there. Okay. Um, my my personal favorite was the last track, um, Prime Time, um, because okay. it's like a weird, it's like political, but not like he doesn't. There really isn't like a coherent message. Uh, I don't think it. I, it's kind of just like, um, I, I guess it's maybe it's like anti-power uh, more than it is like political, but it's it. It was like a weird, um, like, like one of the lines is like, uh, shot him in the chest past the chicken breast, uh, just talking about like the war in Vietnam being on TV type of thing. Okay. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it like, uh, there's like a line about stronium showers in the air and just like, it, it goes a lot of weird places that like, you're, you know, uh, I just wanted American pie, you know what I mean? I'm getting... <laughs> And like at the end, it's just like, uh, and it, it really is like his most, uh, maybe rock and roll type of song. So, so that was one that really did stick with me. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I think that was my first one. And then I remember, I remember very vividly, um, getting a Bowling for Soup CD. Uh, okay. I, I believe a Hangover You Don't Deserve, or yeah, yeah. I, I believe that was the one, um, which. Uh, my older cousin was into Bowling for Soup. Okay. Um, and I believe at the time my neighbor he bought me, uh, Backyard Wrestling, the video game. Okay. Um, and they feature heavily. I mean, they 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 have at least three songs that I remember. They have the uh, <laughs> which I like is kind of insane because the rest of it's like you know ICP. Um, right. They were they were a little they were a little more pop punk than most of like the new metal and rap metal stuff that was on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, it, they're just kind of like goofballs, and I always like gravitated towards um, that kind of stuff. Like 1985 was a was yeah one of, one of my uh, big one hit wonder type of things. Um, right. And then like maybe around 12, I really liked the Safety Dance, and that's when that's really been a just a song that stuck with me. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, just kind of you know, at, you know, as you grow up and you just kind of a. Uh, become more of a person yeah i was definitely just checking out different um different things and then i think eventually just through wrestling and then having like a buddy who was more into music it steered towards yeah the new metal um the i guess i i growing up it'd be like a three a's grace um maybe is is one of the bands uh, anything that was on the smackdown versus raw soundtrack right. yeah uh, what is it um that which was just it was like a uh, almost like the watered down. I, I I don't know about watered down, but uh, it wasn't the the first wave of new metal, perhaps maybe a second or third wave of new metal um, type of thing. Uh, and then, and but I I always felt that like most twelve to thirteen year old boys just kind of get into that naturally. Uh, or that's just like that's the target demographic. So like uh, they're gonna kind of be into that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, the the track listing for the WWE SmackDown versus Raw, and we've got a you know who's who of that sort of late that late uh, new metal thing. We got like Breaking Benjamin, Zebrahead, yep, yep, yep. Power Man yeah. Five Thousand, Our Lady Peace. Yeah, Power Man Five Thousand. Oh yeah, that's like, yeah. That, when worlds collide, that, I think that was on like three or four of them, and like that's a <laughs> it's a great song. Honestly, I can't yeah. argue with it. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think. That's uh, yeah. That's definitely like a, a good thirteen year old kind of 
song to listen to. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so who do you consider your first favorite artist or band? Is it Don McLean or do, do you, do you kind of go somewhere else? Um, not, yeah, Don McLean is more of, I guess, like a singer songwriter. Uh, I, I guess Born for Soup would be my first like actual favorite where I was like, yeah, I, I want this band CD. I like this band. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, and, and then I think, or like, and then, you know, I went through a phase where the, uh, basically the only, uh, I go to like record, uh, CD stores, uh, I guess. And then, um, I just kind of like browse. Um, and then I'd find, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, there was a certain point where probably like 14, I got really into ska and like, you know, okay. uh, uh, still kind of M and like, that's led me through some like different paths just by like, um, being, uh, just adjacent to so many other genres, I guess. Um, well, then you'll want to stay tuned to the hit my music feed because there is going to be a ska round table. Oh yeah. Up. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm getting together with, uh, some, the, the two guys who do the a show referee, Matt Durline and referee, Chris Decker. Okay. Uh, Ed Cody. From Podman, <laughs> all right, and then uh, a guy named Peter DeLong who does a wrestling podcast okay. on the CKCC Network. We're all going to get together, uh, and we are doing a, a ska roundtable, just a discussion about everything that we like about ska and some things that we don't like about ska. Um, and that should be coming up in a couple weeks. Oh so. yeah, that sounds interesting. Ed's my boy, and he has he has interesting opinions to oh, say yes, the least. Yes, he does. That is for sure. <laughs> and uh, I mean, but you know, I think he believes most of them with his heart, so that's why he can't really <laughs> he can't get too mad at him. He is nothing if not sincere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. He's great. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds like definitely something I'd be interested in. Well, um, look forward to it then. Uh, so how did your how did your taste changed as you got older? Uh, I would say, huh, I, like, I, I would say it got more obscure and I clung on to more things, okay. I, I suppose, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, where, uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely like a point where all I would listen to was like the same, maybe 10 albums on my band camp and they would be, um, uh, just kind of like some of them are ones I found out just through like other users of, of internet websites type thing. Um, where it's like, yeah, they never, they never got past a thousand kind of listens okay. or like that, that sort of nature. And, uh, um, I, it like, there was a definite, um, let's see. Cause I always got, I got really into like DIY punk, uh, or folk punk. Um, okay. I guess you can't really, uh, Music is a DIY experience for the, you know, half, half the part. But uh, folk, punk, folk punk in general, I got really um, into because there's there was a just kind of an ethos of, yeah, DIY, um, just kind of anti-capitalist, um, just very, you know, I, they, they wanted to live the punk without even, you know, electricity. So I thought that was that, that, that was cool as hell. Um, and like uh, one band, I mean... Uh, one band I really liked was Andrew Jackson Jihad, which now they're AJJ, um, and they kind of, uh, they started off as a folk band, um, and they kind of shifted and morphed and became more electronic throughout the years. Okay. Um, and like, like one of their, I would say, uh, uh, there's one, 
album that they have called People Who Can Eat People Are the Luckiest People in the World. Um, and that that's all like folk punk, but it's all very, um, uh, you know, the, the, the endearing messages and just kind of like dealing with life um, uh, and just try, trying to rejoice uh one of the songs is rejoice and it's it's you know just rejoice no matter uh you know uh god's eyes are x's and uh you know um that's really it uh that's it yeah that's it is is that's all we can do in this world type of thing uh and then yeah i just kind of watched them shift into uh, more of a punk band uh there's i think knife man is like a, a way more punk album and then they started adding like more synthesizer bits and just um just definitely, if you listen to you know their latest album and their first album, it's it's two different bands, but it's the same band. Interesting. You know? Okay. So, um, I I like to. Uh, that's definitely a band I've I've grown with and I've kind of morphed with. Um, and I and, the, and I, I first uh, listened to them through uh, I, Pandora, I think, like oh, okay. uh, the, the old uh, radio. Yeah. Um, I listened to you know I was listening to ska radio or you know real probably real big fish radio something along those lines. Um, and then that would play Bomb the Music Industry. And Bomb the Music Industry um, is kind of like a nice, uh, what's the word? But they're, they're like half ska, half punk. They really do like kind of meet in the middle. Uh, I mean, there's there's ska punk, but they, they really um, kind of run the bubble of, of a folk punk kind of DIY scene and then the bubble of... Uh, just kind of ska music so like that that was kind of like the transit point i guess from ska into a more folk punk okay uh type of type of uh, listening was, I guess. was jeff Ro- was jeff rosenstock yeah 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 he okay. was the lead singer of uh, okay. Bond music. that's what i yeah. thought okay um yeah his uh he actually put out a ska album in 2021 yeah 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 because that was um what is it it was no dream first and then right. it's like a ska version of of an album right which because he does a uh was i actually uh i got to see him uh when was it? maybe november or uh october he came through town some some sometime around then um and that was a lot of fun that was that was honestly like one of the best shows uh right before he came on stage uh they turned off all the lights um and uh, started. They played the entire Pokemon theme song, um, <laughs> like start to finish, and like I could see them in the back, like getting ready, and they were not like moving towards the stage. They were just out. They're, like the song played through, and then like afterwards, they like came on, and and they did a whole set, and and uh, I think like probably a fifteen minute encore too. It was it was a yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, that was yeah. I mean, that was the last show I went to, um, and that was a. Uh, yeah, I mean that was great. That was that was awesome to see him live, and I highly recommend it. If yeah, I would I would love to see him if he ever comes through Denver. Yeah. Oh, damn Denver. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's a possibility. Yeah. But, you know, that's a things are different now type of thing. Okay. Uh, do you remember the first concert you ever went to? Uh yeah yeah um so I guess this this is more of a two party because there's one I wanted to go to okay. that was um. It was basically at my town's community center, and it was like my buddy's band, and then like he had, there was a, a touring band from Portland, um, but but uh, earlier in the week, my other buddy he was he's a big metal guy, um, 
and he was like, "Hey, come to the show with me," you know. Uh, and I'm probably, I think I'm 12 or 13. Okay. Um, and he's like, you know, my it's like him, his mom, his mom's friend, and you know, he just wanted another buddy. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Uh, and that's that show was Hate Breed, uh, Cannibal Corpse, and Unearth. Okay. Um, so that was just like, uh, it was. I mean, it was just a metal show. <laughs> it's like a 12 year old kid type of thing. And like, I, my one, uh, I mean, my buddy David, yeah, he was a metal musician type of thing. And he really, uh, I, I've been to a couple different shows where, I mean, yeah, my metal show was, a. it was my first show. Um, and it was just like really cool just to see all the energy, I think, you know, just, uh, uh, I grew up in like a smaller town. So like, you don't, have anything like a metal show right. <laughs> you know right. uh, so it was just like yeah it was a while to see moshing in real life and just kind of <laughs> uh that's the thing know. they do on mtv yeah 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 that kind of thing is yeah i mean not i mean i knew two or three cool people who knew about moshing you know what i mean like so uh yeah i mean it was just like a nice uh i i even still have uh, uh my buddy's mom bought me a uh uh, hate breed t-shirt that i still have nice um yeah yeah so that one's that one's good and then yeah later in the week i went and i saw my other buddy's band uh and uh the, I, the touring band from portland uh destroy nate allen they they did this gimmick where they're basically they're pretty like massive people uh i don't you know just they're just probably over six feet tall and just like over 300 pounds and like um dye their hair you know they're proud of it they're proud of who they are and that's sure. like part of their part of the message but their gimmick is they have everyone stand in a circle and they play acoustic folk, uh folk punk music um and they kind of just like run with the guitar like skip around with the guitar and sing their <laughs> songs so like you'll be sta- like I, I remember standing there yeah as like a 12 13 year old kid and there was this this massive man just like you know say i think one of their songs is about um like making a recipe it's just kind of like almost a kid's song um <laughs> and then, like he's just skipping there running it. and you know like it, basically if you stray too far like if you get hit by this guy you are getting knocked down you are <laughs> you are taking a bump like that's it no no doubt about it so it's just like Keep that uh, chin tucked. yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um so yeah it was just like a, a bizarre kind of uh those are my first two shows and they were Opposite, opposite, but it, you know, you could tell the energy was just sure. same. You know, it's there. It's a live show. It's uh, it was it was awesome. That's great. Uh, do you have any musical talents? Do you sing or play an instrument or anything? Uh, no, no, absolutely never? not. Uh, not never. Um, uh, so my one buddy, uh, David, he and I had a band, and it's I I'm pretty sure I deleted all the songs off the internet because uh, we only. <laughs> We only did like four songs and it's just like, I don't, I'm not a musician. I don't have an ear for it. Um, but we were also like probably 15 and way too inspired by Gigi Allen to like really be like, <laughs> I, I think we covered uh, Bite It You Scum. Um, and then uh, just, we, I think one of the songs I just listed all the, all the countries in Europe was like, it wasn't even like I was going for anything. It was just like, I knew all the countries in Europe and I could list them. I could do that. It was like a skill of mine. So <laughs> I just made that into a song. Uh, 
But I mean, that came out on CD. My buddies listened to it. It was like a more of a gag thing. Uh, whereas, like, uh, then I think after that, I transitioned to poetry um, type of thing. Whereas okay. I've always, I've always tried to been like uh, an artsy type. Whereas, like, ultimately, I knew wrestling was my art, um, sure. just because uh, yeah, I like fighting. I'm a, a violent by nature type of person. Whereas I know I need to channel that into healthy uh, outlets type of thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, th- I I I tried my Ant music, and uh, I think it was more just to to do something to uh, get something out there to express myself, and uh, I I don't think I had the uh, I didn't have the talent. I didn't have the smarts to pick up a, an instrument. Okay. I don't. I don't All think. right. Well, I mean, you know, you gave it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I I I made some friends. I, I got. Uh, uh, some lifelong friends by just uh, putting myself out there. So, you know, it's, there you go. it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stuff do you listen to now? Still kind of in that, that kind of folk punk vein or. Um, I, I actually listen to a lot more electronic. Um, uh, the uh, Italo disco has been like my one genre that I've really picked up and, and started really, um, just mess, just listening to a lot. Um, I think, I, I mean, Cleo and Eyes, um, uh, I guess Eyes by Cleo would be a more proper way to put it, but okay. um, uh, Cleo, cause, uh, and then Cleo and Kay keep on dancing, um, cause it's really, I, I like almost, the obscurity is what almost draws me in, because if you look up Cleo, uh, C-L-I-O, uh, it's, uh, she has like, five i think three songs i want to say and then cleo and k was like her and another artist who have an album okay and like that's basically the extent of it <laughs> um and like but i mean it's good it's just uh disco it's just uh it just keeps keeps it going it's just like the constant energy it's it's free um and like the i don't know the beats are so good the rhythm's just there it's hypnotic it's, it is hypnotic nice. um it's uh it's i mean i think yeah it's a it's been a lot of fun um but really i don't sometimes i'll just like think of a song uh like right now uh going back to american pie i looked it up just because of the uh uh i was just kind of thinking about what i was gonna say um but then i found out that catch 22 did a cover of american pie Oh, okay. Uh, and i mean it's just the chorus but it's good as hell Okay. It, it, it is just like, oh, damn, a Scott fucking American Pie. Where where have I been? You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, that, it really just, um, so, I mean, I'll just get, like, a dumb idea or, like, a, um, or just kind of, like, spring off into something. There was a while there where I was listening to bluegrass covers of okay. stuff. There, it was, like, Linkin Park, Modest Mouse, um, <laughs> just, like, insane. We're, like, yeah, like, why... Why are you bluegrass in this, but also why is it so good? Right. Um, That's like, um, so, heaven help me, as a, as an almost 45-year-old man, um, I spend way too much time on TikTok. And recently, okay. somebody released a, a sort of mashup where they took the lyrics from Flow Ride as Low okay. and put it to the tune of I Get Around by the Beach, by the beach Boys. Whoa. And it works way too well. Yeah. Whoa. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's definitely one of those things. Yeah. No, that's, I'm going to have to listen to that out there. Yeah. That sounds really, 
that yeah, that sounds like just it it's matches. pretty wild. Yeah, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, holy. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I love mashups like that. Honestly, right. that's that's what that's also like something I can get into is just YouTube. Just I really like um. Yeah, I mean, just any any type of mashups. Uh, uh, one of my favorite. I just listened to the Hollow Wicked episode. Um, and uh, you were talking about Aesop Rock, and you also brought up Toxic uh, by Britney Spears. Yes. There's actually a mashup of that on YouTube. Really? Of, uh, oh. I believe it's um, None Shall Pass and Toxic. Or oh Toxic Coffee. No, it's Coffee. Yeah, it's Coffee. Okay. Um, the one he does with John Darnell. Uh, right. And, yeah, yeah. No, t- Aesop Rock mashups are really up there for, like, I love listening to that. Sure. Um, Death. Death Grips was like Mimi, I guess, uh, mashups and stuff. But there's there's one where it's like uh, uh, a Death Grip song, a King of Carrot Flowers by Neutral Milk Hotel, right? All Star um, by Smash Mouth, and then um, the Space Jam theme. And it's like <laughs> it's it's all four at once, and it's it's better than it should be. It's better than it should be. That that sounds wild. Yeah, yeah, I, like that is that is like the talent I think I wish I had. If like hearing, sure. you know, hey, this would a, track A would go with track B, and then just you know making one one super song. I wish that that is that is I think some of the coolest shit. Yeah, I once I used to I used to do a little bit of DJing like in the early two thousands, and I remember I had the I had the acapella I put the acapella from Stan by Eminem. Over okay. the instrumental to "So Fresh and So Clean" by Outkast, and like it worked oh, way wow. better. Than, it worked way yeah. better than it had any right to. Yeah, and that's just like experimenting. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That, that's pretty. Yeah. That's whoa. Yeah, because that's a happy accident. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, I do you listen to? Do you have any like um specific playlists for the gym or anything like that? Uh, no, I mean, working out would kill my gimmick. Um, sure. that's one, that's one thing I've learned in, in this business. Sure. Uh, um, but, uh, no, actually, uh, if I do, if I do, uh, uh, keep myself fit, I like to do, uh, uh, I actually, that's why I'm not a big podcast listener. Uh, I actually, uh, I've gotten like a warehouse job. So like, um, it's been more, you can't listen to music eight hours every single day type of thing. Sure. Um, so I've been more accepting I, I it was a half gimmick of just uh i don't like uh listening to people talk too much um I'm, I'm kind of a grump like that okay um but uh, but i mean it's definitely it's i've been listening uh, uh i mean i always listen to the colt cabana uh art wrestling podcast sure. that one was just it was why uh aslan inspire uh wrestler that's the one to listen to Right. Um, but I, I think it's more, I think I found out that it's more just interview style. Uh, I can listen to that versus, um, uh, as opposed to like two people just talking. Yeah. Yeah. Two co-hosts okay. with a, with a history type of thing okay. where it's more of a show. It's, there's more inside jokes. There's more right. of that kind of stuff going on, which, you know, that's just how I listen. But, um, yeah, I would say I like to put on, uh, you know, an, a pot, an hour long podcast, and then you know, work out for an hour. That's okay. really, that's uh, that's I'm like anti music when it comes to that. <laughs> um, what about road trips? Uh, yeah, for, for the most part, uh, I'm more of a, a 
conversation. I like just conversation. Okay. Um, but I, I will say there's there was one time uh, I was uh, riding with. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll name drop them. Uh, PME, the Philly Marino Experience. Sure. Um, uh, good dudes, friends of mine. Uh, and, and there's uh, Philly had a uh, CD all of the Kirby, uh, the, the video game character soundtrack. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. And we just, uh, I think, I think, I think it was only like a two or three hour, hour drive, in, and we just blasted that the whole way there. And it, that was just uh, some real good. Yeah, get you amped up, get you going, just kind of, yeah, you're going through an adventure through a dreamland type thing. Hmm. Uh, I w- yeah, I will say that. Other, th- I mean, other than that, yeah, I, I like talking BS, and it's not really um, uh, one way or the other, because, you know, a lot of times they're so long that, uh, you know, the music's going to just come and go type sure. thing. That um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Versus, I mean, yeah, it really doesn't matter. There's, there's nothing, I'm not like, uh, there's nothing I dislike to where it's like, turn that shit off. You know, sure. I'm not that type of person. So it's, you know, worst case scenario, if I don't like it, I'll just start talking. And then, that, <laughs> then you know, the conversation will just, you know, they'll have to turn it down. We'll, we'll BS a little bit. And then, right. You know, whatever, but. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take a short break. And on the other side, we'll uh, come back and we'll talk about wrestling. Perfect. All right. Uh, we'll be back. back here on hit my music i'm here with the weirdster evan ambrose uh evan when did you first get into wrestling oh that's a good question um let's see i mean i guess it's just a childhood thing it was just uh my dad watching on uh uh tv um i think the first the first thing i remember is i and i really don't even uh haven't been able to like pinpoint this exact moment um, but I believe it was, uh, or like, you know, historically, but Taker putting Kane through the uh, canvas, just choking him uh, straight through the canvas hmm. is just like my first, um, just ever memory of wrestling in general, you know, just seeing it on TV. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm someone who likes to, you know, go back and, and be a wrestling historian type of thing. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just like, uh, I mean, I would imagine I was like two or three, so it'd be a '98 give or take. Okay. Um, but like you know, that, I was never big. I I grew up right after, like I kind of around six. I feel I feel like I really understood what life, you know, like consciousness kind of. I I was beginning to get it. You know what I mean? Um, but at at six, I, I was around WWF and the Attitude Era. Where Dawn is not WWE and the and uh, you know. Ruthless. I mean, I wasn't ruthless aggression necessarily yet, but you know, right? That uh, sort of transition between the two. Yeah, yeah. So, like, as a kid, I grew up on WWE. I, I, you know, 
I suppose. But like, I definitely vividly remember just, uh, yeah, uh, I believe Taker, yeah, slamming Kane right through the right through the canvas. Okay. That was a, and then I mean, my dad watched it, type of thing. Um, and you know, my buddy was into it. I would, uh, uh, you know, uh, go over his house, watch SmackDown, play the video games. Sure. Um, just kind of, uh, you know, engross myself in uh, the WWE. Um, were there any uh, Were there any wrestler entrance themes that you had that you gravitated to? Uh, I mean, I feel like around that time, uh, there was, I mean, definitely what Rey Mysterio Booyaka Booyaka. Okay, sure. Right? I think I think that's a classic. Um, I've seen I've I've actually seen POD live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How's they that? Played, uh, they were okay. I my I used to take my son to a, a Christian music festival okay. uh, here in Colorado um, when he was like ten, eleven, and twelve, and they played one. They played on one of the like the metal stage. Okay, that makes sense. There, and it was uh, it was fun. It would they they yeah. played they were you know they were they were what they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good so, time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean that that yeah that seems that does they seem like a good. Uh, uh, Energy, energy, yeah. kind of just plain, you know. Definitely. Uh, uh, let me say, oh uh, yeah, but uh, the one, I, the one I remember uh, going to the library, and I believe it's it's oh man, what's the? Uh, I, it's not the anthology CDs, but it's the one where it's like the guy reaching for a CD on the cover. Um, hmm. I'm trying to remember which one that was called. I definitely brought it home from the library, ripped all the, the tracks onto my computer. <laughs> I'll say that. Oh much. yes, uh, the days of the day. Oh, it was that um, theme addict. Yes, or... theme addict. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I guess he's physically addicted to the jams. He needs yeah. that CD to go put it in his computer, rip all the right. tracks. I get it. Uh, I've been there. Um, but there, yes, the the days of the days of of checking out CDs and bringing them home and ripping all the music and then taking them back the same day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. As a kid, you know, I was waiting for my dad the next time around. They sure. would do eventually, but yes, yeah. I definitely, I was definitely getting some music days from the library. Um, but that that one had was it Billy Kidman's theme, um, which it. It was like a weird rap song that was like did not fit his character at all, and I don't remember it like as like I don't remember Billy Kidman coming out to it. Right. I remember you know uh, listening to it a lot uh, as a song itself. I remember um, "You Can Run" by Lord yep. Lordicum Boogie Allah. Yeah, you can <laughs> run if you want to. And then there's like a line about waking up in the in the uh, streets with the clothes off, feeling so lost. <laughs> Oh, I kid you not. I do not remember this song at all. Oh, man, it's great. Because I always thought it was uh, DMX who sang it. And then one time I was in the car with, uh, with yeah, jo- uh, my trainer, Johnny Gargano. He, he, I said that to him, and he was he just was like, no, that wasn't, that was not DMX. That was not at all DMX. Like, he, he just shut it down. Like, it's like a He's like, long, not, yeah, no. Yeah, it was like a long childhood belief of mine that, like, DMX song came in saying Billy Kidman's theme song for whatever, and then they just, I like I don't I think the rumor or like the head kayfabe I had was, um, like it was meant for someone else, and then I don't know who that someone else would have been, but then they just gave it to Billy Kidman. Sure. Um, 
Because it's like a rap song way... I think it's when he just wore trunks. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like... This is like trunks or like short tights. Billy Kidman, no shirt. Yeah. Yeah, just a like, dude. Just a dude who wrestled. At the point where he had, got, he had started to get kind of buff. Yeah, yeah. He had gotten, he like, he had gotten a little thicker. And... <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's like, I'm looking at these lyrics, and I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really was just like a, a yeah, ill-fitting look, rap look song. Me, look, me in your, look me in my eyes. I can see your thoughts, all your ups and downs, all your little faults. That's Billy Kidman to a T in my book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, the, that's like the one in history that I remember, but it's not because I heard it so much. I'm, uh, I guess growing up, I love it. This is like, okay, sorry. I'm, 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 no, like, I've, gone, I've gone down a rabbit hole here. Yeah. So like the, the last verse is like part of the, like the last verse starts with, you can hop over the fence, run under the bed, get down the block, but you can't hide. You can stay at your friends, sleep in your bends, free from the sins, but you can't hide. He rhymes hide with hide. What are we doing? It. That's what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, I, we're not running. That's that's what this song is teaching me. Yep. You can run if you want to, but it does seem like a like a worthless endeavor in this case. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, yeah, yeah. So that one, yeah, that's that's stays in my heart. Uh, <laughs> I, I certainly understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess. One that I think of just as, yeah, as like an entrance song, um, I guess JBL's just for the, um, like, yeah, the stock, the stock market kind of bell shit. Yeah. Um, which just, yeah, I mean, that was like an iconic, okay, it's time to, it's time to boo. Like it's, uh, it's, it's annoying on purpose. And I want to actually say, well, I guess a train, he had, um, uh, I think it was just a, a train bell versus, uh. JBL's, you know, he had the actual, I think, uh, New York Stock Exchange right. sound. Um, but they, yeah, I think, I think that those, that one just stung out for, and I mean, and then also just the music afterwards was just like the perfect, yeah. Te- I mean, they really did get Texas businessmen kind of <laughs> audio wise. They just translated that pretty perfectly. They there. did. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah, that's another iconic song. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now I'm. I think more thinking of like the ones that just in a wrestling context I would remember. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because I think John Cena doing his own theme song was always awesome, and his OG one was cool too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it it was definitely an interesting thing for his character. I think. It gave him it gave him a certain amount of um, a, like a leg up in terms of his presentation. Yeah, I think like um, maybe yeah, credibility maybe isn't the exact right word, but like it was. Um, yeah, I mean this dude, uh, he's a what it was. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a uh, multi-tool player. Sure. You know. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, cause yeah, I remember what's the one song he does. Cause one song I've been listening to is "Okay Dog" by uh, Murs. Um, okay. And I, like, I love Murs. Yeah, I mean, I need to get more into Murs. I think because I know him from he had a song in Madden um, that I remember. I think Dreadbox is yeah. 
Dreadlocks. I think that was Madden 08. Um, and then he did a song with John Cena, I remember. And I forget, like, the name of it, but he's, like, in the music video with John Cena. Uh, that, was um, eight, that was Hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E. Yeah, that, w- that was Hustle, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, produced... Produced by, by, for my money, one of the best one of the best hip hop producers of the last twenty five years, and that's Ninth Wonder, um, who produced a bunch of stuff for like that, like that Anticon sort of family of um, people around that. You know, he was he did a lot of stuff for Murs. He did a lot of stuff for. Uh, oh, I guess maybe not. I guess maybe not Anticon. But I, like, he's worked with Anderson Pac. He's where he worked with Nipsey Hussle. Um, okay. David Banner, yeah. Mac Miller, those kind of guys. Okay. Yeah. I see. I, I, um, I, I need to get more into Murs for sure. Is yeah. like a, a good starting point. Cause I listened to, I, I, the rap I listened to was, yeah, a lot of Aesop Rock. Um, Aesop Rock is like my comfort artist, I would say. Um, sure. and then, uh, like idea, um, uh, yeah, the Sage Francis, more of a, right. uh, that type of stuff. And then, sure. Uh, Murs, uh, for, Murs for President is, for my money, one of one of his best albums. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. That's one to look at. And then you can also look at, uh, he had like a, he had a short, he had like a super group for a little while. Um, okay. That I, he was, he was part of a group called Living Legends. It was him, uh, Eli, and the Grouch. Um, and there were a bunch of other people who kind of like would float in and out of that and then he also did uh he had a group called felt it was him and oh and um, uh, slug, uh right. yeah yeah slug from uh I, from atmosphere I, yeah i think I've, i definitely listened to some felt yeah because i think around the time uh they i, I know they had a song with asap on it i know like yeah right. there's definitely there i've heard of them through the collaborations but i'm very i'm very grumpy where it's like yeah asap rock is my fucking he, he really is my flag my artist and uh uh, he's, you know, I totally uh, get that. It, yeah. And, and Bazooka, my, Bazooka tooth was a formative album for me in my early twenties. I feel like that's the one I really, uh, haven't given enough time. To. Okay. Um, cause I'm, I'm a big, I like float a lot. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, labor days is cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I started with, um, skeleton. Okay. Uh, and then, but I feel like his latest was a field world or field spirit world field guide. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's real. That one was real cool. Cause it like first listen, it sounded like almost like I'd heard it before, I guess. If that makes sense. Yes. Uh, in like a good way in like right. a, he's it, mastered his, his sound. Exactly. So much. It, you can tell right off the bat who you're listening to. Yeah. 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 And, there's, uh, there is some really good stuff on that album. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I think the greatest thing about him, just, you can listen to him like a million times, and then you'll listen to one line, and then think about it in a whole new way. Or you know, like, you'll get the 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 meaning just because he speaks in so many metaphors and riddles and this and that, but there is always some substance behind what you unwrap. Yep. So. Completely agree. Yeah, oh. so that that's... He, he he really is someone you could probably just listen to forever. Oh, I, think. Yeah. I think that's a that's a good desert island pick. Yes. I have to, that really is. Absolutely. I, I think. All right. Uh, do you have a favorite live music performance at a wrestling show? Um, there is one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I had a, a second one. Um, what? Because this one just happened. Um, or and I was personally semi involved in it. Oh, okay. Uh, 
was uh, a, right the day before Halloween. Um, my my uh, friend Billy Avery he held a show in Philadelphia, and okay. it was a uh, it was a no ring show. So it was half. Uh, it had a couple bands, um, and one of them uh, is Gosh, G H O S H, and they. Uh, you know, I found out uh, about them because I was booked on the same show as them, and they are, um, they call themselves New Jungle, and they have a cover of Limp Bizkit's Break Stuff that is to die for, honestly. It's, they, it's, it's the right amount of just kind of like dance, but also fuck you angst rage type of thing. Okay. Um, with some alien imagery and just it's it's my shit. I love it. It's it really hits a lot of uh, my nerves. Um, but they they were booked on there. Um, so what happened was uh, I believe, man, I I feel bad because I forget the band's name. I know it's I, I want to say Greg Excellent, but it's it's that's obviously not it. Right. Uh, uh, I it's Greg something or others. Um. And I, I apologize a million times, uh, but <laughs> they started, uh, and and they were like, uh, you know, they they played their set, um, and then uh, they were like, oh, one more song, got one last song, and then um, the world famous CB um, came out uh, and kind of cut them off short and was like, you know, no, we it's time it's time to wrestle. We're doing cut a little promo, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, like they didn't, they didn't get to sing their last song. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yes. But I mean, it was an ultimate, like the perfect heel move, really. Sure. You know. Uh, so then the matches started, uh, and then uh, I had a match versus uh, my, you know, uh, it was a weird world open challenge um, that turned into <laughs> a you guys fighting each other. A one-on-one hardcore match for the UXW hardcore title <laughs> uh, that I did win. Um, so, uh, at, you know, it was a, uh, it was fun. It was, it was a good, it was a good, uh, match. You know, sometimes your, uh, tag partner just kind of goes into business for himself sure. and you gotta, you know, show him what's up. Yeah. Um, and then later on in the show, Ghost performed. So that was, uh, I think they finished off the, uh, the rest of the card and then had, uh, uh, the bands go on just in case, you know, another incident were to occur. So I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at the card on Cage Match, and it seems like it seems like this would be a fun show. It was a lot of fun. So it was Mach Ten versus World Famous CB. Uh, Mach Ten, formerly known as uh, he was one of the he was one of the Cyberhawks in Chikara. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he okay. was uh, before Chikara did what Chikara did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. If, I can't remember who, what his name was though. One of the Hawks. I mean, yeah, that, that one of the Cyberhawks. That translates to me. Um, right. So you so you versus Alex. Matt Mikowski versus Tyree Taylor. Mm-hmm. And then Sazzy Boatwright and the Outfielders versus Alec Price, Big Calix, and Logan Black. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was a... That's a, it was that's a, a wild card. Yep. Uh, it was a nice four-little match uh, banger, you know? Yeah. Uh, really, yeah. I mean, that it was the right amount of wrestling and the right amount of music, I think. I've never seen um, just kind of music and wrestling flow so well together. There's like, usually a lot of either awkward setting up time or, sure. or just things just don't always click. 
Um, but honestly, that was like the best of both worlds. Right. Um, so that reminds me, um, out here in Denver, we have Lucha Libre and Laughs, which is a combination wrestling and comedy show. Okay. So they do, they usually do four or five matches and then four or five comedians. And like, they, they do a comedian in between, in between each match. Oh, that seems good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that a lot seems, of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a way to do it. I was on a show where, uh, I think they had, uh, a burlesque artist in between some matches. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense because I mean, it kind yeah, it just keeps the energy flowing. I think. Right. Um, yeah, that, that is a fun way to do it. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, do you have thoughts on what makes a good entrance theme? Um, but like, I think it just has to, uh, for, yeah, first and foremost, recognizable. Um, it just ha- I think it has to match. It really just has to match. Um, whatever's playing sound wise, I think has to match what you, what you're seeing visually. Sure. Um, of just, you know, if you, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe, uh, have a more, you don't want to hear like a dainty, um, ballerina theme and then, you know, oh, the massive, um, muscle head comes sure. out type of thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, you just really want to, uh, yeah, um, find, find the vibe you're going for and just, um, yeah, I mean, just understand the gimmick and, and Find find a good auditory companion. Right. Uh, I think. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and so on that on that note, uh, let's talk about some of some of the songs that you've come out to. So for most of your career, uh, you have you have come out to one particular song, and we'll get to that in a minute. You've had a few. You've had a couple of one offs though. Um, you and I you and I kind of chatted before the show started. You know, over over DMs and stuff, and. You pointed out that you had made a couple of like some a guest appearance in uh, CWF Mid Atlantic, where you kind of you participated as a part of the AIW Dojo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, I believe it was you, Frankie Flynn, and Brian Carson. That's the team taking on a, a team of CWF regulars, uh, and you guys came out to the uh, to what what most people would think of as the AIW theme song. Most uh, a lot of longtime AIW fans will recognize that song. Um, opened the podcast. The card the, the card is going to change for a lot for a very long time. Uh, that is a song called "A Moment Without Disgrace" by Karatoma. Um, yeah, and that just uh, I think that's just like the the heartbeat of AIW. Anytime yes. I'm at an AIW show, uh, I just can't without you know if there's something within uh, tapping distance, I gotta tap along to that song. Sure. And like if there's not, I'll use my chest. You know? <laughs> Um, that really is just, yeah, that is the quintessential AW uh, theme. And it does get me going. It, I, I was, I was, uh, I was getting into it there for a second. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I can totally, I can totally understand that. Uh, you and Alex Killar teamed with, uh, Philly and Marino of the Philly Marino experience to create the weird world experience at one point. Yep, and you guys yep. came out to Susudio by Phil Collins. Yeah. 
that was a fun one. Oh yeah, that's great. That's a. Uh, I mean, that's that's a uh, uh, PMEs. I I think they changed it um, uh, after a behavior change as well. Sure. Um, but no, yeah, that's that's the classic PME theme. Um, and I, yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're running with they're running with a new crowd these days. Yeah, yeah, woo, woo, woo. You know it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't blame him. Can't blame him. If Billy Collins should be uh, AAW champion, but that's neither there here nor there. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Philly. Uh, he he uh, he really does have some good. Uh, he lives the gimmick music wise. There you go. I will say that. There uh, you go. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, that's an all timer. Actually, I had him. Uh, I had him go on the last show. I uh, I put that song on the touch tune. Uh, Kind of, and he, he he was in the bathroom. I could hear it from the bar, and he thought uh, it was time for him to go on. I, I kind of oh, accidentally ribbed him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then so so for most of your career, um, you you started in in 2015. You and Alex Killar, uh, weird. You 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 had you were the tag team of Weird World. Yep, that is true. And for most of for most of that time, you guys came out to. A song called Dropout by the Spits. So that, um, I, I really like that. I think that's got a good energy to it. Um, I was that. I, was that probably Alex's dis- decision? Yeah, yeah, that that was uh that was Alex's one hundred percent. He uh, I mean, he's got his own uh, history of music. He's been in bands and stuff sure. like that. Uh, and then once I kind of they told me I was tagging up with him, I was like, uh, I I had a, an idea for a theme or two, but then it was just like, okay, I'll let him take over. And honestly, um, I wasn't uh, the biggest fan of it for a while. Um, but I, it fits the characters. Uh, so, cause I mean, we were just kind of punks. Um, that right. was like, that was even the direction, you know, almost we were told we're just, you know, uh, be yourselves, be punks, uh, turn yourself up to 11 type of thing. So right. I, and, uh, and we are both high school dropouts. So it, it kind <laughs> of, it fit, it fit. Um, and yeah, but I, it, it really has grown on me and, uh, uh, I mean, it really. I never listened to the Spits before. I haven't really listened to them since. I really, uh, you know, I have no. One song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a really good. Um, it's a baseline punk. Get the energy going. Uh, right. Just kind of yeah. Let's let's just just downstroke those guitars as fast as you can. Exactly. And, uh, and you know, just just yell with some some melody, but not much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> enough. You know, that's right. really that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that was just a good. Yeah, I mean, I think it fit us real well. And, sure. Uh, all right, and so that sort of brings us up to today. You have continued to use that even as you've sort of gone on this kind of singles run that you've been going on lately. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I was gonna change it um, when I came back uh, uh, for the Biggins Cup. Um, but then I, uh, someone else, Chase Oliver returned and he came back to a new song and, uh, uh, I think it took a second for the crowd to really register what, who he was, what was happening. And I saw that happen. And I was like, okay, they're going to, 
as soon as uh, dropout hits, people are going to know what's up. Sure. Um, so, and, and honestly, yeah, they, uh, I felt like they did. I felt like they got that dropout had become such an established part of, you know, associated with me to where, uh, yeah, I mean, once, once they heard it, they, they started going wild versus they didn't need the visual cue and I right. you know, just made it flow a little bit better type thing. Okay. So that, um, that brings me to an interesting question then. So as, as a, we're going to, we're going to get into in a minute, you have decided on a new theme song. So what made you decide that it was time for a change? Um, well, I think it's just a more evolution of the character, okay. I think, where, where, uh, because I, I retired on purpose right before the pandemic. Right. Um, I just kind of, uh, had lost my smile, uh, Dark Knight of the Soul, just kind of, you know, wasn't feeling wrestling, uh, as much as I had. Sure. Um, and then throughout the series of conversations, I, I uh, made my way back to where I needed to be mentally, um, spiritually, et cetera, et cetera, to right. really just, um, yeah, I mean, go out, go out and wrestle again. Um, and I think I think it's more been uh, I'm here on the ride. Uh, I think the past couple months was more I didn't. Uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've changed in some ways and stayed the same in others, whereas I need to have a more uh, coherent evolution, I suppose, okay. a more um, a scientific one. Where, uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've had the same singlet and, and gear, and I'm, you know, getting a, a new new set, and, you know, that's all it kind of... A, fr- uh, a fresh paint of coat, as they say yeah, on, the, yeah. on the Conrad shows. Yeah, exactly, Conrad. exactly. I mean, I mean, it's the... Uh, you know, it's the weird stir is I'm still really, it's a rose by any other name. Right. But you know, the name has changed the, the colors changed the, uh, you know, the situations changed. I'm not in tag team anymore. You know right. what I mean? I really, uh, as, 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 uh, as much as I enjoyed those times, it's, uh, you know, it's singles trying to make something more, sure. more me, more, uh, solo, I guess. And I think you've been doing you've been doing some really great stuff. Um, I really enjoy. I want to say I really enjoyed that sort of comeback match that you had when you surprised Josh Bishop. Um, you know, by oh, by answering his open challenge at the the, the Biggins Memorial Cup. Yeah, that, I was, that, that was I great. Mean, yeah, that was a, honestly. Yeah, that was a honest. I think I found out a few days before that was happening, but it was okay. like something that I almost. Because I basically I just had to sit down with uh, with Thorne and just just talk about some things, just kind of you know uh, get get my head a little bit on straighter, I suppose, um, and, and you know just kind of yeah have, have some necessary conversations, and that happened maybe two weeks before okay. uh, the Big Cup. So then it was like uh, you know I went back to training, just made sure I could physically still. Um, go a little bit, you know, that I wasn't going to die if I just, you know, hit the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, I mean, I, I was like 50% worried about that. I was just like, you know, I just want to make sure I still am semi-fit. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, okay, there's no better, uh, uh, I, I think the, the stars just aligned. It was just, you know, Bishop's not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna, I was going to be there regardless. Even when I was in my darkest, I knew, 
uh, that event made uh, meant enough to me to show up and at least sure um, honor Bacon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Bacon, he loved to. I, I he loved to just watch me get beat up. So uh, that, <laughs> that that one was mostly for him. <laughs> that was a definite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's see. It. Let's uh, give him some punishment to watch up there. Type of type of thing. There you go. Um. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's been fun. It's been. Uh, I think. I think a lot of it is just you know just having fun with it. Is you know that's that's like common saying. If you're not having fun, you don't need to be there. Um, and I wasn't for a while, and now I'm ready to have some fun. That's, there you go. You know, that's it. That's the weirdest way. So there you go. So you've got a so you've got a new theme song that you're getting ready to use. Um, is are you is it going to debut this week? Uh, as we record, we're recording just a few days before the the next AIW show, Ether. Um, are you is it, are you going to debut it on that show or? I am going to debut it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because so, ex- so by the time people are hearing this, that has already happened. Um. But we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of it here, and I'm actually gonna play the full song uh, at the end of the show. So if you want to stay tuned for that, um, that'll be after the the plugs and everything. So here's a little bit of that. Weird. So as I was listening to that before the show, um, like I, I started, I started giggling a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." Thank you. That's a, <laughs> that's I think yeah, I think that's what I want. What, what I'm going for, yeah, was uh, yeah, I just want something because it's got uh everything. I, I, and first off, I want to give a shout out to my boy Gubbo. Um, he he mixed this for me. Okay. Um, so. Uh, he's he's someone I, I uh, made friends with on Monkey Twitter, and he's uh, he's got a couple songs of his own. Okay. Um, and I mean, I was just like, and he actually came to me because he became a wrestling fan through like a YouTube video. Um, and like the YouTube video was just like it explained like Kenny Omega versus somebody and like why wrestling's art. Okay. And interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, and so he came to me. He's like, "Hey, bro, I know you're a wrestler, blah blah blah," you know. And then he eventually he's just like, hey, bro, can I make your theme? And I was like, you know, no reason to say no. Like, right. uh, but, yeah, I think it's it's got the right amount of it's still it's, uh, you know, dropout. It's still got the punk energy, I think, that right. uh, that was there. Um, keeps my history type thing. And then, honestly, there's a time uh, uh I can't. I was just listening to "Tub Thumping" by Chumbawamba, and I was like, "This is my character. This sure. is the gimmick." Is yep. I get knocked down. I get back up again. Never uh, gonna keep you down. That's it. That's it. You know. Uh, I I really probably shouldn't be wrestling physically. It's not uh, <laughs> you know what I was built for. I don't, I don't think. But you know that's that's it's the uh, size of the uh, heart of the dog. You know type sure. of thing. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, uh, the, yeah, just the perfect, uh, you know, and again, I love mashups. I was saying that earlier, mashups are always fun. So right. it was just cool to have, you know, uh, just a friend I made online, just kind of, you know, just boom, 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 uh, cut this up for me. It actually just got finished. Um, I think Sunday, Sunday night, oh, okay. I want to say, yeah, he was just putting the finishing touches on it. Um, so yeah, it really is. I think just 
exactly what I wanted. Um, like no, no, no nitpicks. <laughs> not, not even a single one. I don't think. So. I think it's absolutely fitting. And I think it's, I think it's going to do well for you. I think especially like once people hear it like that first time, I think they're going to really latch onto it. And, uh, uh I think it's going to, I think it's going to become a signature for you. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I really hope so. That's a, it's a, I love it. I love it. I really do. I, it, it fits. It fits. It fits like a glove. There you go. Uh, Evan, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a ton of fun. Oh, I do have one. I, I always forget. I do have one more question. Okay. Uh, the uh, the Tony Khan proposition, which is, of course, if you had, if you could choose any theme and money and rights were no issue, is there is there a theme that you would come out to? Hmm. Let's see. I mean... Yeah, I love punk enough. I feel like indie wrestling's punk enough to where, um, I mean, I didn't ask, you know, uh, Chumbawamba for any, sure. any rights usage type of thing. But I do, you know what? Yeah, I think I would, uh, if I had unlimited money, I, I, I would have, um, I would actually do a collab between, I, I would invite three people into a studio. I would invite, I, I think, well, probably five, three groups. <laughs> Okay. I but I would invite Gubbo, uh, who who mixed, sampled the uh, my new theme. Right. Um, I would invite uh, Gosh, because uh, I love them. I mean, they really, uh, they actually they said they would write a theme for me too. I am, might be rocking through themes in the near future. Uh, and then three, uh, my boy Memory Strings from. Uh, California. They're they're another group of people I met through Monkey Twitter. But I would just like all of them into a room to just kind of give the Weird Sisters theme maybe some money touches. You know what I mean? Okay. The proper the proper uh, you know its own vocals, its own you know whatever. You know if money's no expense, you know have at it, have fun in the studio for however long it takes to just kind of come up with that perfect perfect Weird Because I mean this it's. I do love how my new theme is perfect and it is just kind of using uh, other pieces too right. at the same time. But then, yeah, I mean, if I had no money, I'd record a brand new theme for myself using my friends. For sure. sure. That's okay. how I feel. That's um, awesome. And I hope you, you at listening at home would do the same. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Give your, give your friends work, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a blast. Awesome. Um, yeah, thanks I've, for having me. I've really enjoyed having you. So uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? Uh, mostly on Twitter. And that, that would be uh, Evan Ambrose at 630. Um, that's just that. And, yeah, I mean, you'll find me. I'm, I'm talking to monkeys. I'm having fun on there. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm having fun. That's, that's really go. it. So if you're trying to have fun, follow me. Uh, and, yeah, interact. We'll, we'll have some fun. That's there you it. go. Thank you for listening to Hit My Music. Uh, we will talk to you next time. Hit My Music is a proud member of the soon-to-be-named network. You can find a variety of podcasts at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, including add-outs with wrestling, we need wrestling, longbox heroes, and more. You can follow the show at Hit My Music Pod on Twitter, and you can email the show at hitmymusicpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so by subscribing to my Patreon at patreon.com slash jinglemeister. The theme song for Hit My Music is Contract Killer by me, the Jingle Meister. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. I don't know 
years on this earth I got left. I'm gonna get real weird with it. Weird.